Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zipline through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B. D-U-M-B. D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back. Redbubble.com slash people slash dumb dumb dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome, children of the night, to Blood and Syrup, a Vampire the Masquerade live play podcast. I am your host, Count Vlad von Lestat. Drinker of blood, keeper of the chronicle, and all around a spooky dude. 
Ah, ah. Our heroes are searching for Harvey Green, Dominic Looney, and the missing lawyer. Iris impersonated the missing woman to get past a locked door. Everett uses investigative skills at multiple possible crime scenes, and Ridley's tried to steal a nice thing from a rich defense lawyer's office. Abandon hope, all ye who listen here. Ah, 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 ah. So you have um, a bit more evening that you can use uh, before you pack things in. Um, the party invite you've received is for tomorrow evening. So that's definitely kind of a <laughs> deal with that tomorrow kind of situation. Um, however, um, you certainly have time to investigate a few other leads if you want to. Let's say kind of one more big, big action, um, and then you can safely get home before sunup. So you'd mentioned wanting to investigate uh, Sheila. Is that correct? Okay, so full confession, I sort of sent a team of the boys over to Sheila Mann's place if they could find it on the internet so that she would be protected, which made more sense when we thought she was a victim and a perpetrator. However, there's some bear boys hanging out outside Sheila's house if they figured out where it is. All right. Um, they did. I rolled well for them. I called them. Uh, right after I took it, I, I don't go to the bathroom, I'm a vampire. So right after I stood in the bathroom to try to capture my humanity for a moment, <laughs> just, just flashed my peen and came back out. Oh, God. Uh, so they, they found a house. Is she there? What do I know from this call? Um, so it seems as though she is at the house. Um, lights seem to be on. She seems to be up, um, possibly waiting for Jerome. I decided to just relay that. I don't need to do that again. Well, let's go talk to her then. All right. So we'll just go and wait for an Uber. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got dropped off. So just thanks, Emily. Um, <clears throat> all right. So uh, you arrive at um, in sort of a, a fairly nice neighborhood. You, I mean, he's a defense lawyer so for rich people. So he's clearly well paid. Um the uh, the house has He's sort of, shooting lions, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the house has a, a massive fence around it, um, and uh, like a massive gate. Uh, you can see the the bear boys kind of like standing nearby, um, keeping an eye on the place, but also trying to be inconspicuous. Uh, they report that uh, Sheila's been home all night. Uh, the lights have been on in the house. Um, they've seen her kind of move throughout the house. Uh, she seems very restless, uh, a little bit anxious. And that's all they know. So we've sort of got three options. There's the blunt uh, police instrument where you can just say that, hello, I know Harvey and I'm here to have a chat. Uh, we could send in uh, the awe-inspiring, uh, I don't know who you want to be, but there's a lot of options. <laughs> what Iris? I'm like, oh, we could just get the bear boys to boost us over the fence, which is sort of my method. What are you feeling? Well, she is Harvey's client. She probably wants to hear how we did and... We've got a hell of an update for her. Why don't we just try being honest with her? All right, so we open up with honest and we fall back on Bear Boy's boosters over the fence. Sure. <laughs> this is going to be fun. Uh, Iris, any objections or no, going I'm in? No, I'm cool with that. Great. I'm uh, kind of getting exhausted by getting all the leads myself. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Smash cut to Emily Like on the dark web Being like Okay so Hmm Well I mean this, this one seems To have a good rating But I don't know If I trust these Uh <laughs> Dr. Skull Dr. Skull just like Walks by being like You okay? 
She's like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, just just fine, just on the dark web. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> just on the dark web. Get me some pills. And she's like, he really is a bad doctor. Um, he so, really is a Dr. Scalp. <laughs> doctor Skull. It's a separate show. Uh, Patreon only. Um, <laughs> better call Skull. <laughs> <laughs> Skull's Anatomy. Man, I wish I hadn't had sex with that guy who turned out to be the surgeon. Um, so <laughs> Dr. Skull, he's, he's like, I do drugs. Like, he's just <laughs> terrible. Uh, I'd watch it. Um, and there's this janitor who he really doesn't like. Um, <clears throat> so you go up and I guess buzz at, at the, the fancy gate. Yep. Um, and it's definitely got one of those weird, uh, camera lenses. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you hear, um, a, a voice, um, say, uh, hello. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Can you, can you step in front of the camera? I'm having difficulty seeing you. Uh, hello, and I will try to position myself squarely in front of the camera. Yep. She's like, uh, so that I don't vampire out of it or anything uh, like that. Uh, no, there must be be something on it. This is very strange. Okay, I'm sorry. I can barely see you, but I, I can hear you just fine. What, uh, what do you want? Hello. Uh, am I speaking to Miss Man? Yes, that's correct. Uh, wh- what's this about? My name is Everett Fry. I'm here on behalf of my uh, colleague and partner, uh, Harvey Grimm. I oh. believe you enlisted his services not too long ago. Oh, is is that drunkard still working? I, I've tried to contact him several times, and he hasn't bothered to pick up the phone. Ma'am, we need to speak. There have been some uh, developments in his investigation, and we need to speak face-to-face. Um, can you roll... Uh, I mean, maybe... It's probably a composure and... Persuasion, I think. Yeah. Yeah, let's go with that. Okay. One success. Um, says, I, 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 I'm sorry, I, I, I don't know you, and uh, Mr. Grimm never mentioned uh, an Everett Fry, so I, I'm afraid I, I can't let you in. I understand, ma'am, but um, know this. Harvey Grimm is missing. And I found these documents at your husband's office, and I hold up the divorce papers. What a plot! Uh, and you hear, ding, dong, and uh, <laughs> the gate rolls open. After you. And I gesture to my two friends to head on up the As you do, you just hear, you hear from uh, the speaker, just like, did the gate open? I'm worried it's malfunctioning, like the camera. Yeah, No, it's, it's fine, it's fine, we're coming up. Okay, good. Goodbye. Good, good, goodbye. <laughs> You're already halfway up, halfway up the drive. Like, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're halfway up the drive. Everett's still awkwardly at the intercom at the trying intercom to end the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He keeps walk taking a step, and then the conversation goes back. He comes back to the camera to get squarely in front of it again. Uh, over and at. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. T- ten four. Um, all right, great. So you make your way up to the house. Um, again, it is a it, it's a gorgeous house. Um, you can tell. Uh, that the the sort of the lawn is clearly paid for. <laughs> um, wow. No, no one's out here doing this. Might be junior clerks. This Ooh. grass is Kentucky blue. Sure, yeah, yeah, you did it. Yeah, gain a level. Um, yeah, you it. approach the uh, the front door, and um, uh, as you do so, uh, the door cracks open, um, and uh, you see the uh, one of the woman. Uh, you see the woman that you saw uh, in some of the pictures at the office. Um, she's got sort of short crop brown hair. Um, She's wearing um, 
sort of uh, like, a, for lack of a better term, a tracksuit, um, but a very expensive looking one. Like this isn't kind of a Sopranos, New Jersey, like velour tracksuit. It's just a, a very comfortable sort of workout clothes. Um, it's the new Beyonce tracksuit. Yeah. What Miles said. She knows things. Um, so the new Beyonce tracksuit, um, <laughs> this week's sponsor is Beyonce. Well, that is not true, just to be clear from a legal perspective. <laughs> Beyonce. Um, so she looks exhausted. Like, she's she's clearly um, tired and stressed. Uh, you can see that she's holding a bottle of wine. She clearly gave up on the glass a while ago. Um, and she's got a cigarette um, that looks sort of freshly lit um, in one finger. Uh, she's kind of got um, very sharp features, Um she, uh, think, um, uh, B.B. Newworth type. Mm-hmm. Um, so Frazier's wife from Seinfeld, as okay. well as just like spectacular Broadway performer, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and mm-hmm. yeah. And she just says, um, uh, 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 Mr. Fry. And she kind of like looks at, uh, Ridley, Mr. Fry. Not quite, but hello. Uh, that's him. And I just point down yeah. and I'm walking up the driveway. <laughs> having oh. finally finished the. Intercom conversation. Mr. Fry, up here. Yep, hello. The interconversation? Yes, that's uh, right. Um, and uh, she looks at um, Iris, and she just goes, holy shit, you're Iris Dunn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what, what are you doing here? Um, they're my friends. She takes a long drag of her cigarette and just <laughs> stares at you. Uh, and then Everett, you arrive. She says, all right, uh, well, uh, Mr. Fry, I suppose if, if you insist on your associates joining as well. Um, and I do. Uh, I knew I should have gone with a better detective than Harvey Grimm. In a roundabout way, you did. And I kind of <laughs> hold my arms out <laughs> and I, I let myself into the house. <laughs> uh, she just takes a dryer cigarette and goes, ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, she she turns uh, to you, I guess you Ridley as as Everett walks in. She's like, "I like him. He's better than the other one." Anyway, come in, come in, please. Um, and uh, the the place, um, all the lights are on, um, and clearly there's you can see an ashtray with sort of several snub cigarettes in it. Um, the TV is on, um, showing, uh, it's just like locked on one of those sports channels when there's no sports to be had, it's showing highlights of the game you were at earlier. Um, and she's got it on mute, but it's just kind of clearly background noise. Uh, and she just kind of takes a swig of her wine and goes, oh, those habs, am I right? Anyway, um, please come in. Uh, would you like some wine? And she just sort of holds up the bottle. Uh, no, thank you. Uh, we're, we're still on the job here. Uh, how about the famous celebrity who's with you for some reason? Uh, oh, uh, you've met Miss Dunn. Um, well, I've seen her on TV. She's very famous. Yes. Well, uh, did you need a poet to check a crime scene for some reason? I'm doing research. Yeah, she's uh, doing research uh, for a new book of poems <laughs> about crime. Yeah. She considers this for a second and goes, all right, that does sound pretty good. I'll have to pre-order that <laughs> on Amazon. Anyway, come in and sit down. What, 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 what news do you bring? Ridley, like, wipes his feet at the door, fixes his suit, smooths <laughs> his hair into the same terrible position. He's trying to be polite because this lady is yeah. not necessarily evil. So he's like, so, okay, so she's doing research, understand. 
lovely. You're the investigator. Is he from the firm? I don't believe we've met, but you, you have an air of lawyer about you. I'm going to decide that that's a compliment. Uh, so, <laughs> you know what I say, in every good partnership, there's a good cop and then there's a bad criminal. So I'm the second one. So he figures out how justice can be done and I figure out what the bad people are doing and how to hurt them if it's got to happen. Reformed, uh, of course. Sure. My husband's a defense attorney. You've seen this house. We're not paid for with clean money. It's fine. Criminals are as welcome here as anybody else. Well, all right then. And thank you for wiping your feet. Now, what information do you have about the the, the case? What's what's going on? Well, I'll hand these to you, and I'll give her the divorce documents. Ugh, that son of a bitch. Dated uh, about a week and a half ago, uh, and signed by your husband, uh, Mrs. Mann. Tell me, do the initials LGS mean anything to you? Um, and she uh, rolls her eyes and she says, oh, please, don't bring that nonsense around. You're not part of that little cabal, are you? No, but I'm afraid it may be central to this investigation. Oh, Christ. All right. Well, you better come with me then. Um, and she leads uh, the three of you um, upstairs. Um, Iris, as we kind of walk up the stairs, she's just constantly kind of like pointing things out around the house and like doing that weird shitty thing people do when they know someone's going to write about it where she's just embellishing details. Being like, Just make sure you tell them how good the feng shui is. It costs so very much. Um, when you write your crime poems, what, what's the collection going to be called anyway? I do want to pre-order it. Love is murder. Oh, she gives her like she clearly has like uh, <laughs> fancy person tingles. Like, <laughs> oh, that will look great on a shelf. I won't read it, but it'll look so good. She next has to a, like a rich gasm. <laughs> yes, yeah, just like just affluence. Um, so she leads you upstairs. The upstairs, it's one of those um, buildings that is kind of so meticulously well designed that the upstairs is seemingly as large as the downstairs, despite that being physically impossible. Uh, she kind of takes you down a hallway, and there's pictures of them on trips all over the place, um, sort of down the hall. Um, and at the very end, of, there's a sort of a large wooden door. Um, and you notice there's a pair of... Uh, you know uh, those truck balls, like those rubber truck balls that people hang off like... You mean truck nuts? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. There's a pair of those hanging off the doorknob, um, and she just kind of like notices Jesus. you note them, and she goes, yes, this is what I've been living with. I don't know why he held the papers for so long. Frankly, I'd be happy to sign them at this point. Anyway, please ignore the testicles. Um, and she turns the doorknob and opens it, and it's uh, clearly a cross between a fancy rich person lawyer study and a weird man cave. And mounted all around the top of the, the ceiling are uh, exotic animals. So there's a lion's head. Uh, you see a tiger's head. Um, there are a couple of large tusks. Um, you can basically just see a, a all manner of hunting trophies. There's a full Mr. Burns bear in the corner, um, sort of on its haunches. Um, there seems to be like a white tiger pelt on the ground, which doesn't exactly seem like something that should be legal anywhere. Um and uh, rifles. There are a number of uh, high-powered hunting rifles as well as some vintage ones. There's like an old-timey blunderbuss um, just kind of all hanging on racks around the room. Is every is there a, a rack for every gun? Or rather, is there a gun for every rack? Yes, there. Uh, so no guns are missing. Been missing. Okay. Yeah. So she says, ah, so this is Jerome's little trophy room, his man cave. Um the, uh, the the fine folks of uh, 
the uh, you, you called it the uh, the LGS, did you? Yes. Yes, the uh, Ludium Gravissima Society, they call themselves, because they're a bunch of pricks. Anyway, they're some of his hunting buddies. They like to go on these little expeditions, find rare, beautiful creatures that seldom exist in this world, and shoot them. I see. And are these uh, decommissioned rifles, or are they oh, functioning? Oh, no. They're all very functional. I see. He wouldn't buy it unless he could kill something with it. Do you uh, partake of any sort of hunting or go to a range, Mrs. Uh, May? I've learned to shoot, of course, uh, but no, I haven't been with him on any of his trips. I find the uh, the members of the society to be insufferable. I went on some of his early expeditions, but it's a, it's a rather private club, and... Uh, Despite my uh, sort of seat next to the throne, I'm not invited to such events. One has to be of a certain caliber, they say, and apparently I don't make the cut. Next to the throne, uh, does your husband hold a prominent position in this club? Oh, prominent enough to be in it, but no, I merely meant that he's uh, affluent enough. Uh, He's been in with them enough that they invite him, but not me. I see. How long has he been a member of the club? Oh, about uh, 20 years, I believe he joined in university. He was in that kind of crowd. Honestly, I think it spun out of his frat days, but he rarely speaks of it. It's a very secret hush-hush kind of deal. I see. Um, and now what I'd like to do is sort of uh, vet um, Sheila Mann uh, to see if her story matches my newest theory and sure. that she's involved in... Potential murder and kidnapping. Go ahead and roll me uh, wits and, uh, I guess, awareness, maybe? Investigation? Oh, baby, I'll always take you up on investigation. Uh, fucking fine, whatever. <laughs> Go ahead and get your success. I've I've rolled these eight dice before and gotten fail. Uh... A messy success, <gasps> I'm afraid to say. Oh. And it's my only success, too. So it's crit on a hunger die and crit on a regular oh. die and everything else. Is and uh, oh, one on a hunger die as well. Yeah, so just die. a whole mess of a hunger die here. Wow, 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 wow. Does the, the, bestial, one, failure, the bestial failure won't come into effect? Because you succeeded. Because it's only one? Oh, yeah, that's right. But I am going to consider it when I figure out what the messy <laughs> success looks like. Yeah. Um, okay, so... <laughs> It's and messy, successy, yeah. messy, successy. Uh, Everett see. falls right off his high horse. I thought, <laughs> I thought we had moved past Never. messy, successy, Never. and yet, and Never. yet, Megan, you of all people, <laughs> brought it back because it's who we are, Tyler. It I might know. not be who you are, but it's who the other three of us are. Yeah. I know it was you. The theme of rejecting the monster that this Vampire the Masquerade game is is actually about me rejecting the... Messy successy? Yeah, the term that I fucking came up with yeah. and grew the day I ever said those we'll words. We'll get you back to using it again. It's going to go back and forth for you. Yeah, it's going to be on a different show. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hi there, I'm Tom McGee, and I love stories. 
And odds are, if you're listening to our shows, you do too. So if you're wondering how you can help support our storytelling and world building and these wonderful characters and their sometimes ridiculous journeys, you can head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. There you'll find a variety of different levels and different perks starting from as low as a dollar, which gets you into our Patreon-only Discord where you can talk about the latest episodes, all the twists and turns, and just generally hang out with some truly lovely people. There's a whole variety of levels with everything from advanced episodes, ad-free feeds, to of course at our $25 level getting to create your very own character who appears in some of our shows and sometimes becomes a a long-running friend or foe of our characters. So, if you want to get involved, if you want to help us tell more of these stories, then head on over to patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And help us create more of these fun adventures together. Hey, friends. It's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yeah, so I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right. That address that I totally just said. Go there. Join Dum Dums and Dice. Support the show. It's going to be great. Great. Um, okay. So... Um, so you're trying to assess whether or not um, you think uh, Sheila is a part of this the, kind this, of murder investigation. Yeah. If she's a suspect, I'm trying to rule her out as a suspect. Um, before I yep. did the uh, messy successy, um, I uh, my basic thing was going to be like, does she have an alibi? Um, I'm looking for that classic thing of like motive, opportunity, and means. Like, does she meet each of those? Um, so far, opportunity matches with having access to a shotgun, um, but not necessarily knowing about the meetup yet. So I need to figure that out. Uh, motive makes sense. Uh, she clearly has holds disdain for her husband, um, but it might not be intense enough to want to kill him or Dominique. And means, I need to... Well, means is the, is the shotgun, but do we have the opportunity? Mm-hmm. And what's mm-hmm. her alibi if she has one? And so doing do this... I rip her throat out to get that info? <laughs> the subtle grill <laughs> is what he was aiming for. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I think basically the way this works is you start to ask her those questions, mm-hmm. and she's still doing this very, like, affected, almost bored routine. Okay. Um, and you're, I think, because Harvey's in danger, the fact that no one else seems to care right. is uh, getting sort of more and more intense. So I think, yeah, eventually... Um, and I, here's an interesting question. Um, you're going to physically assault her in some way, shape, or form to okay. get this information. Mm-hmm. Do you think you like grab her and throw her on the table, or do you throw something at her? Do you throw her on the table, or do you grab one of the guns off the wall? I'm curious because Everett's a gun guy. Yeah, but that I think because there's the, the, the it's like it's it's like tapping into a bestial thing. Right. I think hands on is probably like the tactile. Um, unfortunately, probably the more the, the 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 direction this would go in. Sure. I think I pick her up. Yeah, like like That's because I'm yeah, like yeah. unnaturally strong. I just lift her by her shoulders or something. Um, yeah. So you, as as she's sort of being uh, evasive about these sorts of things, you grab her by the shoulders and kind of hoist her up, and immediately like her eyes go wide. Uh, she looks at your teeth, 
which are uh, very much in in vamp. Yeah, she's mode. been kind of like glib with me up to this point, and I think I'll just like growl like, "Are you taking me seriously yet?" Um, and she drops the bottle of wine, um, and like with trembling hands, brings the cigarette to her mouth and takes kind of like a, a, a fortifying drag. She goes, yes, I believe I understand you a little bit better now, Mr. Fry. Okay. And, and you tell me how soon I kind of have control again. Um, I think it's at that level as she kind of gives you the information you need. So basically in terms of, um, an alibi, uh, today she went to work. Um, she works. Um, she's like a, an art dealer, so she was at work until around five. Uh, she came home. He wasn't around. Um, you get the sense from her as you kind of grill her that she basically the reason she hired Harvey was to try and get evidence he was cheating, so she would get a more favorable divorce settlement. She's also looking to lose Jerome. She just needed it to be on her terms. Right. Right. Um, the fact that he already has the papers is concerning because she could, uh, they both have a lot of money tied up in this marriage. So it's less like a, the fact I need him for the money. It's more like, oh fuck, that's my money's getting get fucked by this the too. The fact that he's ready to do it is like, she might be getting divorced at like a disadvantage. Yes. hundred okay. percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cause if she can have like better means, she can probably leverage a better deal. But if he just divorces her for shits and giggles, it's, it won't be right. any benefit to her. So that's, that's the main information you get from her. You get the sense that, um, even though she does seem like a cynic, you don't get a lot of a murder vibe from her. Like there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of mastermind here other than I'm going to hire someone to, okay. to find her. Um, that said, she, um, she is certainly aware of, of Dominic, uh, Looney. Um, she also says that everyone was getting fed up with Jerome. Um, like she was getting fed up with him, but also, uh, Eric, um, she's like, honestly, at this point, we're all, we'd all like to be rid of Jerome. And er- Eric is embarrassed by his ongoing. I mean, you saw the, the truck testicles hanging from the door. He's a, he's, he's a, a man child. Um, but I don't think anyone would murder him. That's insane. Okay. Uh, now that she's been like much more forthcoming and, yeah. and direct with me, I'll like kind of blink away the the rage and we'll just gently lower her back down and so her feet touch so, the ground and kind of brush off her shoulders and uh, apologize. Sure. Um, Ridley, would it be safe to say that you're probably like wandering the house during this um, or like investigating the trophies? Are you in the room? What do you think? I'm probably just watching. Yep. Uh, so you're watching um, Iris. I think you're the only one who clocks. I mean, you did as well, Everett. Uh, you clock that she saw his teeth. So my question to you is, do you tell Ridley or not? From his angle, he couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Okay. So you take him to one side, and what do you say? Just just so you're aware, I'm pretty sure that she saw Everett's teeth. All right, so... Just a bit of a problem. It's fucking time to make your friend, I guess. Um, I'll excuse myself from uh, Mrs. Mann uh, and come over to you guys who are having a conversation uh, or just wrapped it up, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just kind of under my breath say, uh, look, I kind of lost control here. I need one of you two to uh, smooth things over. Ever- or Now I'm doing it. <laughs> You're Ridley. I'm Everett. That's right. Uh... Ridley, I've seen you do this before, and Iris, I know you're a wizard when it comes to convincing people of things. I, uh, I think I showed a little bit of the, what do we call it, the beast? Uh, yeah, yeah, you showed her you're a fucking vampire. Yeah. Yes, I was wondering about that. You are a vampire, yes? 
just a second. I'm a, I'm a private eye. So first and foremost. Um, so uh, here's the interesting thing for you there, my friend. According to the rules of the Camarilla, now you've got to kill her and she's got to go. I mean, I've been the rules. But it's up to you. The you made a mess. Thing. You can figure out how you need it cleaned up. If you want us to help clean it up, we can do that. Well, I do. <clears throat> All right. The way I understand it is it's important. What's important is that she remembers or how she remembers us, which I believe we can play with the details on. All right, yeah, let's see what I can do. All right, so, hello, ma'am. So, you and I got to have a little talk here. So, my friend, as you know, he gets a little bit intense. And then and the, the words just start to, like, flow and they get low. And it's just having a little bit of conversations right about it. And I just look into her eyes and then it's just like his eyes dilate. Uh, and I'm going to try to dominate her. So, uh, I can cloud her memory or, like, briefly, yep. so that I can kill, like, a couple minutes if I need to. Um, if she knows I'm doing it and wants to resist, then it's my charisma and dominate versus her wits and resolve. All right, then, let's roll that. <laughs> I think that's going to be a new thing. I only respond to your rules in Cockney. Cause... <laughs> Spiritually, that's where he plays the game. I have two successes. One of them is a 10. <clears throat> All right, uh, I rolled three failures, so... I'll just borrow that five minutes then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fell down. But we got you up. Don't worry. You broke your wine. But oh, I'm sure you've got another I one. I have more wine, yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Oh, honestly, though, I really don't mind ruining the carpet in here. I hate this place. Um, did, um, did you find what you were looking for? Did you, did you have any, any questions? Um, Iris, aside from informing, aside from ratting out uh, that situation, um, what do you think you'd be doing in this room? Do you think you'd be like examining the pictures, looking at the trophies? What, uh, what, what do you think you'd be up to? I'd probably just be looting like the guys. I don't want to stand out, but I, I, I'm, I, she knows that I'm here for a story. So I'm probably just like pretty overtly snooping all over the place. Okay, cool. Um, as you're snooping around, um, you, you see more of these stupid trophy photos. There's also like shitty ones, like you know, it's him at Hooters with like two Hooters girls looking really proud of himself. Jesus. Uh, him at Vegas with two showgirls looking really proud of himself. Um, and then you're kind of looking through the um, the hunting photos, and you notice um, sort of a weird anomaly. So there's all the usual kind of shitty trophy hunter things with exotic animals. Um, but then you actually see uh, there's a line of uh, about six that are just him uh, against what looks like sort of a, a satin or a velvet curtain. It's in black and white. You can tell it's kind of made to look like an old-timey thing. Um, and it's uh, just him with, like, different rifles um, slung, over, slung over his arm. Um, he seems to almost be wearing, like, a smoking jacket. Like a silk smoking jacket, he's got like a full like cravat thing going on, um, and uh, in each photo he's holding out his hand, and in the first one he's just holding up one finger, in the second one he's holding up three fingers, in the third one he's holding up two, and so on and so forth. Um, you can see uh, in one of them he's holding up four, and he looks very proud of himself. Uh, in one of them he's just got his hand jauntily on his hip, uh, and it actually in the last few it's just his hand jauntily on his hip. Um, and uh, you can see that um, there is a uh, sort of a plaque on the frame uh, that has the LGS logo that you saw before. So I'll probably bring 
Everett over to take a look at it because it seems like pretty interesting evidence. I'm all and too happy to get away from Mrs. Mann. Like, uh, I feel dirty. I, like, I, yeah, I don't feel good. I don't know why, and I don't know if this is a real thing, but this seems like like he's counting successes or kills of some sort. And I don't know why, but my instincts tell me maybe it's hunting humans because that seems like the logical douchebag escalation. You think they hunt people at, uh... Well, they're definitely hunting something. Hmm. And I'm going off of no, nothing other than my gut. Uh, this is, this is a wild one, Tom, but, uh, since this looks like classic, like, clue study with, like, Mm -hmm. animal heads mounted on the wall, can I start feeling around for a secret door on the wall or something like that for the human head uh, portion of the trophy room. Sure, yeah. (laughs) Um, So you proceed to begin, like, pulling books out and, like, looking, like... uh, Or just, like, knocking. Yeah, yeah. there's there's no chandeliers or anything. The whole time, I think, this is happening is while you're, like... Yeah, I'm I'm just dealing with... Even after that, I'll still just be talking with her. Um, I think, like, you man, she finds, like, a bottle of, like, brandy in his desk, so you're just having, like, a chat with her. Um, Well, because she doesn't seem... Terrible. She's like peripherally involved, but for Ridley, that would mean she's not a criminal because she doesn't do the cases. She's aware the money's kind of crooked, but it's sort of like having a mafia next door neighbor doesn't mean you deserve to get shot. Well, and the money's crooked in as much as her husband is a defense lawyer who clearly defends like bad people. But that technically isn't a crime. That's what I mean. Well, for him, I'm like, okay, he's in the game because he'll take money from criminals. So he'd be fine if he goes. But for her, I'm like, no, you get a pass. So I want to make sure she's okay. So you feel around the room. Um, and um, unfortunately, you don't find any uh, any swinging doors. It's a long or shot anyway. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's worth a shot. Um, you sort of find your way around. Um, I think... Uh, the best you get is there might be like a closet um, that you find that has seems to have this jacket hanging in it. Um, but and a lot of the jacket. Uh, yeah, you find um, some cigar stubs. Uh, you find um, sort of just like a fistful of spare ammunition. Uh, in a uh, move that will surprise no one, you find some condoms and some Viagra. Um, can we sm- use, is there any way to like use smell sense to see, any, f- see if there's a, like human blood traces all on anywhere on the jacket? Uh, you don't smell human blood anywhere on the jacket. Okay. Uh, you mm-hmm. smell, um, an overwhelming amount of, um, cigar smoke. Smoke, mm. yeah. Um, hmm. but it's, uh, to feel it and kind of look at it like it, yeah, it, it looks like it's been worn Sometime, but it's it's pretty immaculately clean, other than the smell. All right, so, uh, ma'am, everyone sort of looking around. I guess the question that I would ask, because sometimes rich people have their own separate rules. Uh, does your, I guess now or soon to be ex husband, have like a room in a house that you're not allowed to go into, where he keeps the door locked at all the time? Uh, and her eyes go wide, and she's like, "Yeah," and then she snubs her cigarette like, in the middle of the very nice desk, and he's like, we're sitting in it. Okay, no, I can't help you. <laughs> I just go back to make sure she's okay and feeding her wine. That's all right. I, I, I think uh, I think since we're attending a, an LGS party ourselves tomorrow night, we've got a, a good amount of information to work with. Oh, well, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> I doubt they'll let... Well, actually, maybe you. And she looks at Iris. She's like, you're... 
probably famous enough for them. Uh, just uh, be careful. I, I always got a bad feeling about them. What type of bad feeling? I don't trust anywhere that won't let me in. I'm very <laughs> fancy. Mm. And she finishes her cigarette and just like flicks it off the, the bear um, and reaches into her pocket, pulls out a fresh one. Um, but um, yeah. All right. So if you don't need anything else. I guess that the last thing Ridley will try to do if he can, we don't need to act this whole scene sure, yeah. out, but he will try to get uh, to get, convince her to let him leave his like four guys outside as like, Security that'll trade off just to watch the oh, house. Oh yeah, that's fine. We got people get shot. The minute you said that, like Harvey was, mis- and also that's a good point. Do you mention that you found like that Jerome is missing? Currently, she just wanted Harvey to investigate. I definitely would have spilled the beans after we cl- like if I overheard the thing that made it clear that she wasn't the one who did this. Then yes, there would be no yeah. lies from Ridley. Yeah, it's just an issue forever now of like I just there's like so much shame hanging over him of like losing control that he he's. Like, he doesn't, like, want to meet her eye anymore so much and, and wants to kind yeah. of get out of there. All right. Um, so, sh- I guess sh- this is just a Ridley conversation. Then. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe Ridley would be like, you know, you're going to be okay. I'm just saying, I'd like people to stay because now that, you know, so uh, bad news, uh, maybe good news. I don't know you're at emotionally, but your husband is gone and we think he may have been shot in a chest with a shotgun and his mistress is also missing and so is Harvey Grimm. So we got a lot of question marks. Sure. So she's like, look, I, Jerome's uh, an asshole, but he doesn't deserve to die. Um, and she's like clearly very distraught about this. She's like, uh, please, if you can find out what happened to him. Um, and honestly, I don't know who this floozy he was hanging out with was, but odds are he just charmed her and she doesn't deserve this. So, um, listen, I know you're, uh, Mr. Grimm may be off the case, but, uh, I'll double what I was going to pay him. If you can, if you can provide me some closure on this. Well, Mr. Grimm would greatly appreciate that. And she, she kind of like her eyes dart to the side in kind of a sure I'll leave it at his grave kind of way. Like she's, she at this point feels like everyone's dead. She's just like, um, fantastic. Well, if, if he's unable to collect then the money is yours, Mr. Fry. Um, and I won't tell anyone. Oh, wait, she doesn't know that anymore. Uh, I won't tell anyone you were here. I assume that might behoove all of us. I'll just stay here with my sports replays and wine. And I'll leave you a couple of, uh, let's just say private security. They can borrow some of these rifles off the walls and make sure that, you know, you don't go missing because we, uh, we like you. She goes, oh, sure. And then you notice she goes very particularly to the wall and she ignores several of the guns and just grabs like four. She's like, these are the only ones worth their salt. And hands them to you. Wonderful. All right. So I'll sort that out. You uh, have yourself a nice night, I guess. Or a good morning. It's fucking late. You look like you've been up worried. Uh, uh, something terrible there, Miss uh, Man. I, I think you can rest easy knowing that your husband will get what's coming to him. Thank you, Mr. Fry. And she puts a hand on your shoulder. She's like, it just, it means the world having someone so trustworthy. Uh, you, you truly... You truly have made me feel very safe. Thank you. Oh, I shrug that hand off so fast. and like, you're welcome. Good night. <laughs> I like, have to walk out. I'll, I'll send you a signed copy, an advanced copy of the book when it comes out. Oh, that would be spectacular. Thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, with that, uh, you leave the house. So having uh, done what you can at Sheila Mann's house, um, you all retire for the evening. Is there any last thing you'd want to do uh, before you all tuck in? Um, or, sorry, for the evening. Before the day. So confused with the nighttime, daytime cycle. <laughs> we still tuck in. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to do uh, very briefly before sunup? Oh, I'm going to tell the 
the Bear Boys that and and talk to TW. But basically, I want to pitch the idea that uh, like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, that's going to be Vampire Party Night, and everybody has to wear shitty looking vampire costumes because it'll cover up if I have any other accidents <laughs> where people think I'm a vampire. <laughs> T.W. Malone, the man who desperately didn't want karaoke in his bar, takes a long drag of soda and goes, yeah, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Iris, is there anything you want to do before you tuck in for the day? I kind of want to get rid of some of these hunger points. Oh, damn. So um, do you just straight up want to go for a hunt or are you going to try and use one of your herd? I'll probably try to use one of my herd. Okay, so I'm going to say Emily's off the table because you'd have to go to the hospital. Plus, she's drinking weird potions, so maybe not. Not the best blood. Um, so your herd, the remainder of your herd is uh, your... The doorman and the neighbor are both the in the herd. doorman and the neighbor. Um, and forgive me, the neighbor's name is... It's not Manny Moore, but it's something very silly. Uh, it's, I believe, on your sheet. I can't read it from here. If anyone can read it from our, our journey map. Little Taffy Lee Fubbins. <laughs> Is it Bart Harley Jarvis? The <laughs> no, that's your stalker. Um, I'll check your sheet. It's Rachel McGillicuddy. I definitely right saw, saw it. No, Rachel, McGillic- Rachel McGillicuddy was one of my stalkers. It, it's, uh, it's definitely on your sheet. It's We'll find it. I believe in us. It's oh, a Rachel. it's a pop star name that we mangled somehow. I think Tyler threw it out as like an offer, and then we were all like, okay. Mandy Goer. I don't know what it is. It's that's pretty close. Was it Kylie McNo- Kylie Minogue? Yes, it was. Uh, Kyle Minogue. Kyle Minogue. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yay! Don't blame me for Kyle Minogue. I don't think I had anything I'm to do sure with that. Had a lot to do with that. God damn it. Uh, so Kyle Minogue is. Uh, you can hear he's working. Messy Minogue on his uh, on his like ironwork. So is it going to be Gerald or? Um, Kyle. Alternatively, I guess we could say... Or are you going to go G and K it? Just like mix your evening, you know? Well, <laughs> you also have uh, just a jar of Janice's blood in your freezer. Oh, do I? She, she sent it to, it to you. you. Mm. Arrived at your doorstep. I don't know how nourishing it is, but there's frozen blood you got in the mail from okay, the murder. Okay, I might make a blood smoothie then. <laughs> <laughs> What else do you put in? Or Chop up some blood? bananas. It's just, it's just more blood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. So um, I'm going to say the blood smoothie will reduce one point of hunger. It's not as good as the live stuff, but it's enough to reduce okay. a little bit. Okay. Oh. <laughs> gross. Uh, okay. And uh, <laughs> I think you made a great choice. He's grossing himself what? out because he didn't think this would happen. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool, we get to roll in the hunting ground chart. Nope, just a fucking blood smoothie. Uh, Are you surprised? No, I shouldn't be, but I am. Tyler, uh, what's uh, what's the last thing ever does? Feel a bit conflicted tonight, obviously. Is this, yeah. a, is this a sleep under the bridge kind of night for him? No, um, I think he'll just spend his last few hours of night... Um, Looking at himself in a dirty bathroom mirror or something. Oh, so he's something. in T.W. Malone's. Yeah. So, well, that, that is, that's, that's, the, he, that's the office that he sleeps in. Yeah. It's the dirtiest it's bathroom those, mirror there is. What ha, is it one of those what have I become stairs? Yeah, a little bit of mom spaghetti going on in there. Uh, you know, you actually feel like you would feel a lot better if one of Iris's inspirational poems was scratched into the mirror. But no such luck. It's, okay. it's just like so-and-so gives good blowjobs. I recall roses are red, violets are blue. <laughs> Your Iris done and I love you. Is that See, it? That yeah. is. Yeah. And I think, no, that doesn't help me. 
This episode of Blood and Syrup features the voices of Ryan Laplante at the Ryan Laplante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, and Megan Miles at Maggie Miles on Twitter, featuring storyteller Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Tom McGee, and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are What's Really Going On Right Now by Chase Allen Willis and Traffic by Kai Engel, and all our ads use tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All of their music is available on freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dumb Dumbs and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. You can also get merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice. And you can join our Patreon of darkness, patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-D-I-C-E. Sleep well, children of the night. Ah, 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 ah. Spooky. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.